Um, Shall we record? Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, Before we start, a work colleague of mine that uh, David Goss is very familiar with uh, told me today that we swear too much. Correct. Um, And and that we should keep the show PG. Have I got a guess who said that? You can. I don't think you will. Um... Would you, well, you say I, you don't think I will. I thought only listened. The only two people that listen. Um, hint for you, it's someone who's never listened to the show. How do they know we swear too much, though? Yeah, yeah, correct. Because, in his opinion, you're only talking about food, so why do you need to swear? Oh, I already know who that is, then. Who's that? No, incorrect. So he can go no, fuck himself. No fucking way he said that. <laughs> he, we had a, literally had a half-hour argument about how we shouldn't swear on Fruck. And do, why have you told him that we swear? You I swear. didn't. I don't even swear, I so... I didn't. He just assumed that we did. I'm just more confused because he swears quite a lot. Yeah. And also eats quite a lot. So I would imagine there's a very high chance he swears and eats. <laughs> no, he's... It, it, and swears, his, and, and swears about eating. It was his view that it's the thing that holds us back. <laughs> you are, no, that's that's not true. He would not say that. Fact, Stuart, if you keep this in, bleep out his name because he did he did get a bit funny about me saying that I was going <laughs> to mention him on the podcast. <laughs> Definitely um, keeping this in. But uh, yeah, he told us that uh, he told us that uh, we shouldn't swear. That's the most ridiculous. He's obviously having a shit day. He could, he would never say that. Ask ask our other work colleague that <laughs> does. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's never heard the podcast. He's never listened to the podcast. No. Has Has he ever watched a food review? Uh, I don't think so. Not not in, on his own. I don't think. I think I've probably forced a review on him or two. <laughs> Hang on. He's been in food reviews. And he probably swore because he was drunk off his tits. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's disgraceful. I'm, I'm basically, I'm gonna, I'm basically gonna watch him now in like any group chats or conversations for any moment where he swears about food, which he will do. <laughs> Pick up. He will do. He'll slip. He'll slip up at some point, and then we've won. Get, get, get <laughs> then the we've won. Get a gif of Captain America saying language, and then just throw that on him every time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Good reference. Hi all and welcome to Frack Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. My name is Nathan Peterson. I'm with two people today. Should have been three, but one of us is a fucking lightweight. <laughs> Language. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Um, let me introduce a couple of guys that I am with, though. First of all, he's the beard of beer, the brain of fruck unwrapped, and the testicles of Tesco. It's Stuart Bullock. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, the testicles of Tesco. Yeah. The anecdote, I once got my testicles out <laughs> in Tesco. I... <laughs> don't know if that's true or it's, not. Of course it's not, David Goss. Because just, just... Oh. You're, you're a very respectable young man, Stuart, and I just I don't think that would be you. Correct. Young, thank you. Correct. Yes. Uh, How are you, Nathan? 
I'm very good, Stuart. Yourself? Good, yeah, I'm good, man. Good. Are, I'm you, fi- are you feeling well? Are you feeling healthy? Um, I'll be honest, I'm not 100%, but, you know, I think um, it'd, take, it'd take a lot more than feeling a bit under the weather to keep me away from this podcast. Mm. Y- yeah, I agree. Yeah. And um, as, especially, especially if you'd been ill with, like, said flu or cold for what seems like two weeks now. Um <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you'd put. I mean, I mean, I know how illness works, and I'm pretty sure you can normally have a phone conversation with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that comes within the, you know, with with the do's and the cans and can'ts of feeling feeling poorly, feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, I mean, obviously, to the listeners, as you can tell, David Goss is with us returning. I'll give him a proper introduction in a second. Mr. Michael Jameson is not with us. Um, he is uh, unfortunately unwell. Um, I've, I've given him so many opportunities to not come on the show tonight. And it wasn't until literally half hour before we were recording, he's like, oh, I'm flagging. Oh. <laughs> uh. He even suggested he was going to come on for 10 minutes, um, just so that, in his words, he could get credit for the show. Um, Brilliant. But even he couldn't muster that. So uh, I hope you're at home feeling like a pathetic loser, Michael. I know what he's really doing. BT Sport 3 HD, Cagliari Napoli with the sound on. Typical fucking J-Mo. Oh, imagine he's doing that right now, the bloody inconsiderate bastard. What's a shot? Oh, God, that was close. Fucking beers beers everywhere. (laughs) Oh, I I should, yeah, I should apologise in advance. I've... I've filled up my uh, my pint glass with water just in anticipation of being here for quite a while and uh, <laughs> needing a drink. And I have been told when I'm on headset, uh, I do have a headset. No, wouldn't wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Um, I have been told several times uh, when I drink, it sounds mental. All you hear is just loud echoing gulps. I think I might have a particularly loud gulp. So I, apolo- I apologise if there's lots of gulping, but there's only a pint. There's only a pint's worth of gulping. I, you know, can't can't go forever. I don't think we can go any further without tr- you know hearing this now. Okay, so give yeah, us a, good give idea. Us a gulp. Okay, here we go. Ooh. Oh, it's quite a loud gulp. I was <laughs> expecting. I think I was expecting more drama, though. I'm honest with you that you built it up to be more than it was. No, that's fine. That's good then. I've right. just been I've just been told it's like very echoey on the headset. It might, it, as long as that's okay, that's fine. Yeah, I can live with it's that. Fun. When you first obviously took your sip, I heard absolutely fuck all, and I um, and I was thought, oh, this is a bit fucking anticlimactic, isn't it? No noise whatsoever. But then there was just a little touch at the end, and it was still semi anticlimactic. Oh, oh, absolutely fine. Good. Can we ju- can we just see how loud my gulp is? Hang on, I'll have a little. <laughs> that's really good yeah that, that was closer yeah, yeah. to, to orgasm than gulping well that was good I don't know what I was Same gulping yeah. I, I nearly just made a similar sound watching Jose Callion just put Napoli 1-0 up in the 29th minute oh, oh I love a bit of I love a bit of Serie A banter. Oh, do you remember yeah. 1991? Oh, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Football Italia. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, 
I wish I did, though. Pathetic. I, I mean, Italian football used to be really bloody popular, didn't it, in the Early UK? Early 90s, when, Italian when, football when, was the best league when in the world. When Gazza went out there. When, yeah. it was, when it was, like, covered on, like, actual yeah. TV. Gazza, Ray Wilkins, he was there. Uh, can't think of any other English footballers who played in it. Paul Ince. David Platt. David Platt. David Platt, yes. Welcome to the 1990s Italian football podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for, which, for which I'll just enjoy listening to because I was born in 1990. Oh. I, I used to bloody love playing uh, football. Championship manager Italia, which was in about 1993, oh. and I used to rinse that. I was AC Milan. Oh, Franco Correct. Baresi was my boy back in the day. Correct. Used to absolutely yeah. love it. Oh, Franco oh, Franco Baresi actually joined Fulham as a like a technical director of football. Correct. That's actually a true story. I love Stuart referencing the fact that in the good old days you had to buy separate packs for the Championship manager. <laughs> yeah, that's that's um, insane. Football. You couldn't get the whole world. You had to buy the British Brilliant. one. The Dutch and Belgian one, the Italian one, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. What a <laughs> podcast this is! I used to have, I used to have <laughs> a little a note, a little notebook that I kept next to my. Uh, it was my Amiga at the time. A little notebook where I had, I used to jot down my different formations and my lineups and all kinds. Of, I, I used to take things oh, incredibly seriously. I love that. Oh. Did- now, I love the pride you... that you've taken in that. It's quality. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a scumbag like me that if you lost an important game, you would uh, you would cancel without saving and then go back in? I have done that. Y- yeah, I-, I think we'd all be lying if we said we yeah. hadn't done that before. But but we wouldn't. I but I if I don't know if I speak for all of us, but I wouldn't necessarily do it for the big game like the big final oh. you know i sort of let fate take its toll then yeah. but it would be it'd be a fucking irritating game that probably meant nothing but i'd be yeah. probably three nil up in and the player i wanted to score all my goals scored all the goals but then ended up losing or something like that and i was like oh fuck this shit or something like that and i'd probably quit then probably a bit I like think... a, yeah a rage quit yeah i don't know if i've ever done it off of one game but i've certainly done it after a run of sh- like half a dozen <laughs> shit games I'm like, oh, fuck this i'm gonna start again I genuinely, I can't play football manager anymore. I, I No, just um, addiction problems, I cannot handle it. No. I get, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I did like 50 seasons once. They, Bradford City built a new stadium. It was called the Stuart Bullock Stadium. I, it, it, I was the greatest <laughs> football manager the world had ever seen. And Gemma, Gemma had to say to me, you, you've reached, you're well over, you're like, you're 73 in the game now, Stuart, you probably should retire. <laughs> I imagine like Sir Alex Ferguson's wife used to have the same conversation with me. Come on, what have you, what have you still got to achieve? Um, and now we're like, I just know, I'd love to, I would absolutely love to go and buy Football Manager and play it again, but I know I cannot trust myself. I, yeah, I just I'm, go, I go hard. I'm very similar to you in the sense that I, I played, my, my, my era was uh, Football Manager 2005. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, so was that, was like, would that have still been Championship Manager back then, or no? It, it just football. changed. Right. Yeah. So I think I think it was still Championship Manager 2004. So I think this might have been the first Football Manager. Right. Actually, I think it might have been. So I definitely know it's Championship Manager 2003. Yeah. So I, I I think there there was a Championship Manager 2004, but then um, Football Manager 2005. Uh, that was my that was my jam and. Um, I just remember, obviously, crucial point of my studies, GCSE period and stuff like that. 
I was I was just I was up all night playing football manager. Yeah. Up all night. The computer was in my bedroom. It was a disaster from the start. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an evening thing. It was like we're talking. My dad was going to bed at like half one, and I've already got the light off. Like I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to pretend I'm asleep. Um, and I'm pretty sure he was pretty pissed off originally. And if you know my dad, he doesn't really get pissed off that easily. But I'm pretty sure he was like, you need to go to bed. You need to go to bed. And then I think by the end of it, it was obviously such a problem that was completely uncontrollable. I mean, taking the computer out of my room was obviously <laughs> not an option. Um, and I think he just sort of gave up and was like, oh, still not playing that. All right, no, no, mate. Like... <laughs> But it, it was that sort of problem. Like, you know, it's just an acceptable problem. I've got an uncontrollable fi- uh, football manager addiction. Um, and I do think that's actually quite worrying looking back. And I just imagine now that I do have a little bit more responsibility in the world. Not much more responsibility, just a little bit. But it would be a little bit more damaging. Like, I've, yeah. I've, I can just imagine my girlfriend being like, uh, like, you haven't seen me for a week and a half. Your mum said that you've not been going to work. Um, I can just imagine that sort of scenario taking place and me just and like me just saying oh I've caught I've caught MJ's illness (laughs) I think I've got what MJ had I bet there's been a lot of a lot of sick days a lot of phoning into work sick (laughs) for football manager over the years I bet I bet there has (laughs) so if you if you enjoyed any of those foods, uh, email us at frontcast.gmail.com. <laughs> oh. Yeah, one. that was one way. That was one way to solve the problem. Eat the bloody CD rom. <laughs> Stuart, I think I've found the pesky way of getting uh, Gossie to listen to the second half of our show. Start talking about football at the sixty-one minute mark. <laughs> if, we, if we can just uh, break to a section of the podcast every every episode just talking about football manager or Italian football I'll probably yeah I'll probably always be around I'll probably well, try and force my way on <laughs> well you've listened to him ramble about uh, <laughs> championship manager football manager and Syria for the last 20 minutes uh, we've got on the show David Goss uh, first guest that we had on the show first returning guest that we have on the show wow wow that's big so you've gone through all the options we've we've literally hit the bottom and you're you're back yeah you're you're back um no that's great honor an honor no of course mate we always wanted you back on but we uh, obviously wanted to try and get a few get some of the new voices out there yeah because we're obviously a powerful podcast and that's important too to do that because it really then makes the listeners appreciate what they have in me yeah when the good when the good stuff comes back (laughs) i'm joking no everyone's great everyone's brilliant how have you been my friend we should do a we should do a royal rumble podcast where we're all just (laughs) we're all just bloody in on it should we we start talking about wwe now the old school wwe because yeah i think we should have a royal rumble podcast where all all presenters and guest presenters are involved. And Every two minutes, a new presenter comes on. Yeah, air. yeah. Wouldn't that be magic? That is that's the dream. That is a dream. If only there's a if there's a way as well that we can all pick our individual entrance music. That would be oh, fantastic. Stuart. If that can be edited in, that'd be that'd be great. Correct. That's your task, Stuart. Yeah, yeah. No worries. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'd love the rock, 
but Stone Cold, that's a pretty cool one as well. The the glass smashing at the beginning. That'd be a pretty good podcast then. So when you said old school WWE, that's how deep you go in, the rock and stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah grow yeah. up. Grow yeah. up. No. Well, be, that yeah. is pretty old school now though, Stuart, to be fair. Oh, I was you know, I was thinking Arn Anderson and Oh fucking hell. <laughs> Coco Beware. Coco Hans, Beware. Hans Hans Christian Anderson, didn't Hans he write Christian Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you've just said. Small, uh, small anecdote. I was on a uh, as a school is this, boy. Is, is this a true one? No, this is true. Anderson. This is true, okay. and I'll, I, there, there is proof somewhere. I was on a children's television game show when I was a schoolboy called "The Wetter the Better," and <laughs> the what? Sorry, the, the wetter, wetter the better. It was like a a, a, a swimming pool based game show, and. Um, there was, uh, th- when they were like, the, the host, which, who was, I think he was called Ross King, he's like a very tanned Scottish man, he, uh, he interviewed everyone and he said, oh, Stuart, I believe you're a big fan of uh, WWE wrestling. <laughs> um, I said, oh, oh, yes, I am, I am, Ross, yes, I love it. And who's your, bi- your favourite wrestler? I went, it's the big boss, man. That's, there you go. Terri- I mean, it's, that's a Michael Jameson-style anecdote. I went on national television and told the world that my favourite wrestler was the big boss man. I love Brilliant. it. What was the name of the presenter? Jonathan King? <laughs> Ross King. <laughs> uh, Ross King? I th- was he Ross King? I'm just going to beat Ross King now and see what see what see whether he is a tanned Scottish man. I think the guy that did it is now like, um, he's now like the Hollywood reporter for... GMTV or something. He's still going on. Yeah, Ross King. Ross King was the guy that presented it. Sorry, a, a genuine celebrity, for want of a better word. Yeah, yeah, an actual human celebrity man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. There is there is both oh, photographic and vi- yeah yeah there is both photographic and video evidence of me being on the wetter the better as well. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! Um, David, how are yes. you? Yes. I'm very well. I'm very well. Yeah. You good. you have just been to New York. I have. How was the food? Let's get let's get on to the fucking food because we are literally <laughs> yeah, half yeah. hour into a show. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. Barely mentioned food at all. And as we know, I've only got half hour left. Correct. So. Um, no, it was really good. Yeah, really good. Um, to be, I, I've I've always said I, I maintain even now. I'm I'm more of a starter man than a dessert man i'll you know i I, I tend tend to prefer the savory stuff to the sweet stuff and so you know you'll find me eating like a portion of wings as a starter before i have a you know cheesecake for dessert whatever but i was quite surprised with the amount of sort of dessert sort of based uh dishes i had out there i sort of went pretty hard with the um sweet stuff Mm -hmm. um and i had uh we went to uh, well, I won't go through it all, but some of the key places I went to went to the Black Tap, um, oh, yeah. Bl- Black Tap uh, Burger and Beers mm-hmm. sort of place, and that's obviously I don't know if you know about it, but it's got a huge um, following on sort of social media and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge. Um, oh, I don't want to don't want to quote this wrong, so what I'll probably do is He's not quote it at all. Not quote it at all. Forward slash. Just have a little look on my Insta. Three hundred thousand followers on Instagram. So, yeah, big following. Um, Black Tap Craft Burgers and Beers. 
and uh, I believe they've got, I think they've got three, three in New York and one in Vegas at the Venetian. Wow. Um, and uh, what they're basically their big thing are crazy shakes, mm-hmm. which which are basically milkshakes on roids. Um, I had the Brooklyn Blackout, which was a chocolate milkshake um, with like two slices of brownie at the top. Oh. Yeah, loads of cream, <laughs> chocolate chips, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, and for anyone listening that doesn't follow me on Instagram, uh, please do underscore David Goss because I do upload a lot of my pictures when I go out and eat and stuff. Um, and if that stuff does interest you and you want recommendations, then yeah, by all means, follow me there. But um, So I have uploaded pictures of it. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a monster. Um, I've, and my, I've, I've got the go picture on. of it here and it does look fucking like disgustingly mental. Yeah, I thought I might have a heart attack, um, especially given that that was my the last my last meal, basically, of, of, of yeah. the of the holiday. And I'd already overindulged somewhat. But um, my main meal there was uh, I ordered it because it was it sounded a little bit different. And um, well, actually, real life anecdote. I had a real life anecdote, true story anecdote. Um, I actually had a dream probably about half a year, half a year ago that um, I was at some event, some function or something where they had loads of food put on. But it was like loads of quirky like ideas. And one of the things I ate in my dream was called a pizza burger. And I can't really remember much about it, but I ate this pizza burger. and I was like, how come no one's thought of this before? It was insane. Anyway, I looked at the menu when I got there pizza burgers on the menu because i already knew i was having that already already knew that my dreams were literally coming true and uh, <laughs> and and I, I i i am very pleased to say it was incredible um my picture of it on social media doesn't really do it justice no but how it comes out you choose you know it was a pr- prime beef pay you choose how rare you want it so i've, I've ordered it medium rare mm-hmm. um and it's covered in cheese and mozzarella so this, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think I've got a feeling. No, I'm saying that I think there might have been two cheeses. I'm okay. not sure if it was. I'm not sure if it was just mozzarella. It might be. It might yeah. be. Um, but there's definitely mozzarella covered all over the top. Um, so you can't actually even tell that it's a that there's a burger there. It looks like just a big ball of mozzarella. Then uh, on on a bun on a bottom bun. Then you've got a top bun that's off it. It's not been placed on top. And on top of the top bun, you've got a little bowl with your tomato uh, pasting. Marinara? Yes, that's exactly, that's exactly, yeah, sorry, yeah. I was trying to think of the word. I wanted to say tomato sauce, tomato paste, yeah, like a marinara. Yeah. That's exactly it. And then you pour that over the top, and then you put the bun, obviously, then on top of that. You sort of do the last bit of the construction yourself. Um Anyway, way too messy a, a, a burger to sort of pick up and eat with your hands. So I sort of cut that up, and it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah amazing. So that was a, that was a great meal. But amongst that, I had um, I went to Milk and Cookies, which yeah. is a very famous again um, sort of very insta insta popular. Um, yeah. 
cookies and ice cream parlor um because it is just fucking insane i had an ice cream cookie sandwich um i went for two funfetti sort of cookies which are essentially just sugary and sprinkles um birthday cake ice cream and then white chocolate chips uh as the filling of the ice cream which is just mental um and again that that defeated me um it, it does look like something that would defeat you. Just yeah, too I, sweet, I, or uh, no, just too filling. I had already had, I'd already been to uh, well, relevant to the podcast subject. I'd I'd just been to a street food market, and so we'd eaten a bit there, and then walked to this place afterwards. So uh, that was why it defeated me, in all honesty. But it was huge. Um, and when I say defeated me, I left about half a cookie. So I'd had all the ice cream, and I had one one and a half of these massive cookies already. Um. Are you, uh, uh, are you on? Are you on Instagram, of- Stuart? I am. Yeah, <coughs> I'm just. I'm just trying to find David now. I don't know whether I'm following David on Instagram. Yeah, you are. You are because you're tele. You're teleblaster, aren't you? I am teleblaster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, no, you you do follow me. You 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 have liked some of my things. I've never. I don't really use Instagram anymore. I got. I was really into Instagram for a while, and then I've just kind of gone off it. Oh yeah, there you are. Yeah, I should be there, and I'm obviously you got me on Facebook oh, as well. Wow. Yeah, that is an insane ice cream cookie sandwich. Yeah, it is. And it's huge. It's stacked. Like, Yeah, it looks like. It's not like the Ben & Jerry's one you can buy over here, which I do love. Um, this was massive. <laughs> um, yeah, you can really actually big. see the ice cream with this one. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. I guess other... other um, the only other things I'll mention, and I just had... Uh, I tried the Philly cheese steak whilst I was out there. Philly cheesesteak oh, yes. sandwich, uh, which I really liked. Yeah, can't go wrong, really, can you, with steak, yeah. melted cheese, and, like, peppers and stuff. And that's great in a little baguette thing. So that's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I had, uh, obviously, I was uh, you know, I was with uh, my girlfriend and her best friend. We were staying with um, her while we were out there. And um, being ladies... They, you know, they've got this fascination that I think just us men don't have with uh, the idea of brunch. <laughs> like, I don't know about you guys. I don't know if, if if that's, like, important to you guys, but brunch is just never really... I'd rather just eat breakfast and a lunch or just skip breakfast and go for a lunch. But, you know, that women and brunch is just a, a, a mystery I'll never quite understand. Um, they really wanted to go for brunch, and we found this place, this really nice sort of um cafe sort of thing in brooklyn um to go to and i had uh buttermilk fried chicken uh and waffles yes with uh like maple bacon and peach egg uh, oh, oh, peach egg poached egg sorry poached egg. <laughs> um which was amazing that was one of my uh, favorite meals and i guess the other the other thing to mention i went to i tried a shake shack while i was out there all right. Because um, I know we do we do have it in London, so I'm not going to go too much into it. Uh, I'm sure there's probably there might even be others across the country as well um, over here. But yeah, I had been recommended it by two of my closest friends. Actually, weirdly, I've only been recommended it twice, but they're by two of my closest friends. They both said it's their favorite, like favorite burger. They both cited it, like referenced it as being like the best. So I was like, all right, like I'll give it a go. Um, it wasn't for me anywhere near like my best and favorites, but you know it was good. Uh, Hannah wasn't very happy with it. 
well. to be fair. I think she found it a little bit too greasy and stuff, whereas I, and I guess you guys would agree, well, I know you definitely you agree, Nathan, but sometimes with these burger joints, like, the greasier the better, really. Yes, 100%. Uh, for, for that sort of thing. So, yeah, we, we had... Um, we had the uh, the chicken burger, and we also had the like the Shake Shack sort of cheeseburger. We had cheesy chips, and we had two milkshakes each, salted caramel, and the other one was called Black and White, which is basically uh, vanilla ice cream stuffed with brownie or fudge or something like that. Really cool. Both the milkshakes were very nice. We loved the milkshakes. Um, I I actually really liked the whole meal, but um, yeah, like I say, Hannah didn't really like the burgers, but it was good. Yeah, it was nice. Um, and then the other place to mention that we went to, other than obviously the street food market, which I'm sure we'll get into um, in a bit, but went to, uh, I think it's called the Midway Diner or something like that. And it's basically where Seinfeld was created. Oh, yeah. Like, they sat and spoke about yeah. the show, and that's where they, that's where the idea was born or something like okay. that in this diner that they went to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it had yeah, it had sort of with some of these places, a bit like Black Tap that I went to. It has queues outside, um, mm-hmm. which which are normally just full of English like tourists. So you know that these are probably places that people have found on the internet before they've gone and stuff. And uh, because there's obviously so many places where you can eat over there, but these few select places get you know filled to the brim with uh, queues outside. Um, I don't know if you've heard of like Ellen, is it, uh, what is it, Ellen Stardust or something? No. Stardust. Basically, it's a it's a diner in New York, and I think there might be another one as well. But um, it's a diner where basically all the waiting staff like sing, and they're all performers. Oh. Yeah, and it's a huge <laughs> thing, and you know it's multicolored bagels and stuff like that. Loads of loads of unique and sort of sort of quirky gimmicks, and it just basically makes it a complete tourist sort of hotspot. Um, did you go? And it's re- I didn't. I didn't go to. Oh, it, no. I can't we, think we, of anything worse than that. And I know a lot of people would feel that way as well. Like fuck off while you're like while I'm trying to eat sort of thing. And they they're literally singing and dancing as they deliver your food and take your orders and stuff. Um, and it's apparently it's very very much it's something you do for the experience. But we had read sort of reviews that actually the food was pretty average. Yeah. So that's why we sort of didn't go for that. But we went for this West uh, Midtown. Um, Mid, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Midway. Midway or something like that. Uh, diner, which I think um, Hannah had seen sort of, yeah, good reviews off. I think that's maybe why she looked for it or something like that. But I had um, an incredible uh, omelette and potato. Uh, it was called the Roma omelette and it had sausages, mushrooms, peppers and stuff like that. And the, uh, and the, and the sort of uh, potato was really, really nice as well. So I loved that meal. Um, yeah, that's that's sort of in my mind so just a rough explanation of of what i ate over there some key bits but yeah no loved it boys yeah loved it just in one word or, or possibly two um what food wise is better london or new york overall that you've that you've tasted well you want to say yeah, you said two words. Um, you, you, I, want, you want to say New York, but you know that you're going to sound like an absolute snake. No, see, I know, if anything, the opposite. I think I prefer the food here at home. Well, say, um, say London. No, no, no. Simple. I would say I would say London. Yeah, I would say London. Good. Um, I think 
you know, I loved, absolutely loved my sort of ice cream cookie sandwich. And I couldn't, I, I don't, I can't think of anywhere sort of in London that does that. Um, and so that's cool. That's unique. But when I do think about it, I, you know, us, us British us uh, us British people we do we do breakfast properly don't we full English breakfast it's, you can't beat it and I was craving one when I was out there but you can't for the fucking for love nor money find a breakfast with a couple of sausages a couple of rashes of bacon hash brown beans mushrooms oh I missed it <laughs> um, so that's that's one course we already win um, and I think <laughs> Based on one, think, one meal. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like just everywhere I went. It's it, it just nowhere seems to do like a full English breakfast. It doesn't seem to be on anyone's radar. But it's yeah. it's it's simple and it's genius. Um, but no, otherwise it's well, you know pretty much the same. There's going to be there's amazing places in both. But I think for Fair. that I prefer prefer the English options. Fair thinking. Um. Since you've last been on the show, yeah, we um, have started asking our guests random questions, and I think that you got a bit pissed at me. Uh, oh, fuming about how great the podcast got when I got yeah. off it. You, oh, you hang were, on. You do, I get to play, do I get to play the game again? You don't get to play <laughs> Sweet or Saviour, no. Fuck's sake, why? Because you've already played. You already have a dismal score. That's not fair. I should have a chance to beat it. I'm sure they've had people on Top Gear twice that have done the fucking Stig thing. Do you know Come on. Come on. you are the host of SRS. I'll, I'll leave it to you to judge. I think if, if, if Gossi hadn't talked for 30 minutes solidly about Italian football, championship manager and wrestling... Then we might have had time for sweeter or savoury, but you know you've made your bed, Gossy. Now you can lie in it, mate. Oh, that that calcio-shaped bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, fair enough, fair enough, boys. We'll just say I won. Yeah, okay. Um, I, wa- I won the game. I won the game because you knew it was going to go on for too long. I was going to get record scores. Couldn't do much worse than our previous guest in 2018. Shout out to Alex. Um, <laughs> We will do random questions, though, because you didn't get a chance to do that. Give me three numbers between one and ten. Seven. Yep. Two more. <laughs> ten. One more. He's just waiting for footballers to run past the screen. And... Give the backs to him. <laughs> oh, it's the goalie. One. Nah. Nah, it's half time. And uh, two, <laughs> because that's the score in the game. Two. Right, Nil. Um... Okay, oh, well, I'll ask you in, in that order then. Um, are there any foods from your childhood that you miss? Ooh. Ooh. Um, it doesn't have to be a full meal or anything. It could just be like a chocolate bar. It could be, could be something your mum used to cook. Yes, could be yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, there is. So I was thinking of, like, you know, standards, like the Dream Bar, stuff like that. But, but, but. All jokes aside, if the dream bar came back, I'd probably buy it like maybe once or something. But there was one drink, right? And I used to have it uh, weekly during a part of my childhood where I was I was very into sort of, um, you know, my sort of acting and stuff like that. And I just remember as a kid, I had rehearsals for something every Sunday. Mad, Mad Dog 2020. 
No. What's what's that? <laughs> what are you saying? You can still get that, surely. Can you? Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Basically, like... booze for kids. Yeah, syrup for booze. Jokes. I just remember every Sunday I used to get this drink from Woolworths, and it was Ice Tizer. Oh. Oh yes, I remember you mentioning this before. Ice Tizer, and it wasn't like Tizer at all. It was a completely different drink. Ice Tizer, I used to love it, and that the thought of the bottle now and the packaging and the taste, how much I used to love it. That would bring that would hit some serious nostalgic uh, tones with me. I would absolutely love a bottle, one just one last bottle. That's all I want. One last bottle of Ice Tizer. That would be fucking incredible. Uh, hey. Love that. Right. Shout out to Bar Drinks, who I think make Tizer. Yeah, make yeah. it. That that would be that would be my one. That, I'd want to bring that back. I see Tizer Ice now. Oh, like you're saying from your childhood. This is like. Like from ten years ago, <laughs> he used yeah, to my childhood. No, no, no. I think it would have been. Um, I think we're probably looking at about fifteen years ago. No, no, no. More than that, actually, because I'm actually not that young anymore. Um, I think it's probably yeah, about eighteen to twenty years ago, maybe. Uh, having seen the can previously or the bottle previously, I, it does look like something that was in the nineties. Yeah, it does look pretty nineties actually. Oh, yeah. it was it was a big, big yeah, big definite definite nineties. Um, but yeah, absolutely loved that drink. It was yeah, fair enough. Yeah, launched mm. launched launched in the late nineties. Uh, question ten then: Marry, yeah. fuck, kill, breakfast, lunch. Me, Nate, MJ. <laughs> no. <laughs> would would answer it. Um, no, Marry, fuck, uh, kill, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Yeah, well. This is, oh, thank God that I won't be taking up too much time answering this question because it is very, very, very easy. Um, kill breakfast. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that is, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the easiest question to answer because, um, oh, easy, easy, because breakfast is a dead fucking, it is pretty dead anyway. I don't even eat it every day. Oh, really? I, I eat it barely any days. I'd rather sleep. Um However, just spent his time in New York missing the full English breakfast because <laughs> he doesn't like breakfast. Right, 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 right. But I want to elaborate on this, right? So lunch would be, uh, fuck. You can you can have some naughty things for lunch. You can have some <laughs> you can have some you can have some tasty tasty little badges for lunch. I'm telling you, you can. Anything really goes. But let's face it, you've got to marry dinner. It is it is the dinner. It is the it's the comfort food at the end of the day. It's what you eat when you get home from work. It's what you're eating out for you know for your major celebrations. And let's face it, when you're out for dinner, you can still order the all day breakfast. You can still have whatever you would eat for lunch. It is the meal time that encompasses everything. Thank you. Everything goes. And that is why that isn't just my opinionated answer. That is the definitive answer. <laughs> <laughs> because basically it's, it's, it's the most flexible. You can eat everything for dinner, but you can't necessarily get away with eating everything for breakfast. And at the same time, the, the bloody unsociable hours that come with breakfast, uh, you can have an early dinner, but you can't really have a late breakfast when you're at work. Shoot. Next question. <laughs> 
enough. I'd love your answer. Um, I think I know the answer. This would be a quick one. Sweet or savoury tooth? Oh, I've already said. Yeah. Can we not, can we not do another one? Nah. Fuck oh, it. Oh, shit. I've already said that. I fucking lo- I've answered the question before you've even bloody given me it. Well, it's fine. You've done it then, haven't you? Oh, savoury If you hadn't have answered the question earlier, you've answered it now. So oh. fuck you. Bit pathetic that I asked to bloody play the game. You bloody ask me the question, sweet or savour. <laughs> you then. If you didn't want to play it, choose another question, mate. Fine, fine. It's the, st- the start of the game, isn't it, sweet or right savour? Well, give me another number then. Go on. Uh, yeah. Four. Are you allergic to any foods? <laughs> Easy. No. Course. Excellent. Thank you. We'll just move Apart on. Apart from. Apart from all foods, because I seem to eat and just get bigger and fatter, and I swell. <laughs> I swell. I swell. I keep swelling and gaining weight. I'm allergic to everything. Next question. That's no, I d- no, I don't think I am. To be honest, no. No, I'm not. Are you, Stuart? No, don't think so. No. No, I'm, I, I can't think of any. I certainly haven't eaten something that I'm allergic to. If I am. No. And I've eaten a lot. <laughs> yeah. Good. 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 Good question. Interesting question. But yeah, easy answer. No worries. Um, let's move on. Uh, Stuart, I didn't find anything particularly uh, beyond the uh, KFC story, which is uh, is dying down now. Do you have any food news? I don't. Once again, it's a, a week week for news. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I searched and searched and couldn't find anything particularly interesting. No. So the fuck K- news. K- on. KFC thing has been mad though, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. Mad. So, guys, I'll give you the opportunity. Can you fill me in with what actually happened? Because I was away when, basically, one of my friends cracked a joke that Gossi goes away and leaves the country for one week and the entire... KFC. Yeah, the, the, the entire fried chicken monopoly of fast food uh, implodes. Which it's I thought was quite funny because it is bloody great. Um, it's but, weird because uh, the opposite happened of you going away. Rather than having a surplus of chicken, um, the opposite happened of... They actually ran out, yeah. I believe that was they were using a distribution company that was based in Oldham near me. Right. And they decided they decided for business reasons, I imagine in just pure profitability. I was it I think they did they move to like using DHL or something yeah. ridiculous to for their chicken deliveries and the other company were using like twenty different warehouses and you know, had this nationwide chicken delivery system and DHL basically took the took the tender and then um, we're trying to run it all out of one warehouse, and they just couldn't handle the volume. Fuck. And if if it wasn't DHL, I'm sorry for slandering. No, it them. was unless, unless the news reported it wrong. It was definitely DHL. Right, yeah, DHL. There you go. Can't even deliver. Yeah. Can't even deliver a parcel to someone on time without damaging it. Yeah, we want them to. We want to trust them with the nation's chicken. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, that uh, is that is pretty mental. Yeah. Uh, little fun fact for me uh, about me is that before. I started working in the county. I did a very small part-time job um, for a uh, shipping company. And uh, DHL had the, the affectionate nickname of Drop It, Hide It, Lose It. Funny. There you go. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. anecdote. Funny. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. Good knowledge. Um, yeah, did you see the apology? The KFC yeah. apology? Uh, yeah, I quite- like it. Quite good, won us all over, didn't it? The old FCK. Good FCK. question, though. I know, Stuart, you're not necessarily huge into sort of fast food and, and KFC necessarily, but when is too soon to return 
to KFC without worry of getting food poisoning. <laughs> I, I'm surely it's like with it's like with anything. Um, the it's always safest just after, isn't it? You know, surely as soon as something's it- happened, I reckon so. I just worry that like, you, you're going to get chicken that's sat around in a warehouse for a few weeks. No, I think the nah, warehouse, they would, right, yeah, they wouldn't now, be doing that. Today, right now, is the is the safest time to eat that chicken. Let's go right now. Yeah, come on, right. Thank you for listening to no. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, that's the only sort of news story that I could find. I didn't really want to. It's just obviously dragged on, but uh, I did love the video. I don't know if you've seen it, Stuart, of the, the woman that was. Uh, driving away from the uh, KFC and she, she says to the news reporters, I've had to go to Burger King. <laughs> I, haven't seen, um, I haven't seen that. No. Mate, but, I would, but I would be equally pissed off about fucking twice the price and not as good. Yeah. Well, mm, Con- contra- controversial. I know. I, I know. I'm you two are big Burger King fans, aren't you? Incorrect. Um, well, an hour into the show and we've not even mentioned what tonight's <laughs> subject will be. Okay. This was a comment. This was a comment on the YouTube upload of the last one. Someone had commented like, "If you've come here for for, for talk about Death Road, you got Death Row, You're going to be disappointed because it's literally <laughs> just five minutes at the end. Yeah, you're going to be, um, you're going to be, you're going to be deadly disappointed. Oh, oh. Um, tonight's show is partially um, about street food. Um, Mr. David Goss is a big fan of street food. I believe Stuart probably is. You look like I a street do. food kind of guy. I love it. It's something that isn't isn't as prevalent in my life as I'd like it to be. It tends to only happen at kind of special occasions. It's not it's not as big on the actual street. There are there are places where you can go in Manchester that have street food. Yeah. So there are mm. like kind kind of destination craft beer and street food venues where they'll have a rotating array of, yeah. of street food vendors that will, will come into there or park up or what have you. But yeah, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, but we haven't got like, the, the, I mean, the street, the actual street food in Manchester in terms of going down the main, like Market Street, which is like the main high street in town, it's it's poor quality, like 1990 street food, you know, like baked, baked potatoes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like Spongy a dirty sausage. Yeah, like a dirty sausage. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no. I, I think the street food in this day and age it sort of encompasses what you're saying. That, like, you know, the vendors, the pop up, the pop up restaurants, essentially, yeah. um, sort of all come under that umbrella now, don't they? Where they, you know, there's a, a location that's known for it and, and beers and um, and it's all sort of street food, isn't it? Small, tiny pop up takeaways, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, like it's the choice, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and it makes for it makes for a great night out as well. Not just for somewhere to eat, but mm. you combine it with a few beers and stuff. I went there for my, I went to a street food place in London for my for my birthday actually, as part of a part of the night uh, part of the night out. Obviously, we went somewhere afterwards, but we started off at a, a street food place. Yeah. Mm. Before we get into talking about it too much detail, I do have some quivia. Yeah. Um, obviously street food is quite a difficult area to sort of put together a quiz about because obviously it's quite a generic or a, a, a broad subject. So what I've done instead is I've got 10 street foods from around the world 
And all I want you fine chaps to do is guess what country they are most prevalent in. Amazing. Three points. Three points if you get the correct country. I'll give yep. you. I'll give you one point if you're in the right continent, but you haven't got the right country. Interesting. Right. Let's go. What well, I'll do is I'll give. What, yeah. Go on. Go on. No, go, go on. on. Stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, who, how are we answering them? So I will. Uh, well, I was going to say I'll give you the name of the food and I'll give you a very very brief um, description of what it is. Uh-huh. And then you can tell me the country. I will start with you, David, because you're the guest, and you weren't. I don't think Quivia was around when you first came on the uh, on the absolutely. show. So. No, absolutely not. No. no so, no. Uh, first one is pizza. No, no, no sorry. Uh, the first <laughs> one is is uh, Imarat, uh, spelt I M Q A R E T. Um, it's a deep fried pastry filled with date mixture. So, David, what country do you think that might be? <sighs> Holy fuck. Um, how do you spell it again? Stop Googling. Yeah, isn't it? Just got to <laughs> quickly do a little search. No, no, no. How is it spelled again? I-M-Q-A-R-E. He's Googling it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't do that. In fact, I can prove to you. I'm just clap for the entire duration. Oh, he's mastered the one-hand clap. I'll just... I'll just clap. No, no, no. I won't clap either. But um, it'll get Slapping his leg. No, I just wanted to know, just to see if I got sort of any clues from, like, the language. Um, incorrect. And it's a, pa- and it's a pastry... It's a pastry stuff... Yeah. I'm trying to think of any obscure footballers that are called, <laughs> like, jo- Jonathan Incorrect. Um, um, yeah, it's a deep-fried pastry filled with date mixture. Date mixture that makes me feel like it's European. Makes me feel like it's European. Makes me feel <laughs> like it's uh, Europe. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Israel. Israel. Stuart. Oh, that's not a, that's not a bad shout, actually. Can you yeah. on Israel? <laughs> Well, I'm thinking. I mean, it's it's Mediterranean, but is it? Right. If it's dates, it's got to be Mediterranean or or kind of Middle Eastern. Israel isn't a bad guess. Um, I'm going to move slightly over from Israel, and I'm going to go Turkey. Yeah, I was thinking Turkey, Greece, Cyprus, but I've been to Turkish restaurants. I don't think I've seen it. Don't think I've seen it. Or, or, or maybe. I've seen the word dates and I've just fuck it. It's already gone over my head, but <laughs> maybe I've just let it wash over me. But yeah, I, I, I do agree that you could be in the best of ballpark there. That's where I've sort of gone along a bit further on and gone Israel. But yeah, it'd be interesting. Go on. The answer is Malta. Oh. Oh. Fair. Yeah, would never have said that. No, I would never. Second food uh, is, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this, pronounce this. I think it's Bigila. So that's B I G I L A. Okay. And it is essentially mashed beans. The Bagilla Duet. Oh, Jazzy Fizzle. Fizzle, Fizzle. <laughs> I go. <laughs> oh, no. Brilliant. Um, uh, is it me? Uh, yeah, let's yeah. go Stuart next. Uh, I'm going to go. What did you say it was? Sorry. Mashed. Mashed beans. It's, it's, like a, it's like a dip, I guess. Okay, let's go Lebanon. Lebanon. 
Oh, see, I was thinking. Yeah, I wasn't thinking anywhere near there. Mashed beans? Are we talking like baked beans? Uh, I believe broad beans or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, Bagia. Because it would probably be pronounced Bagia, wouldn't it? Bagia. Something like that. Yeah, I, I couldn't Depends find where they're from. Exactly. I couldn't find from... a, a specific uh, pronunciation, so if I'm guessing from... Bagia. If they're from London, it's probably Bagilla. Bagilla. Um, it sounds. It sounds Spanish. Uh, probably say Spain then. No, no. Portuguese. That, but yeah, Spanish speaking maybe. Fuck it, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna say Argentina. Oh. Not a bad shout. Yeah, I was going to say Peru, but I think that might be a bit too quirky. Because I'm an absolute scumbag and I thought I'd throw a curveball straight away, it's Malta again. You twat. Oh, <laughs> what an absolute... You twat. You fucking dickhead. I'm never, I'm never coming on this fucking podcast again. Not, uh, even, not okay. even if you let me do a sweet or savour. <laughs> Just come on solely for that. No, that's um, great. My next answer's my next answer's Malta because you're a fucking twat. Yeah. What's question four? <laughs> no, I'm j- no, I'm joking. Keep going. Good, great fun. I'm enjoying myself. My third food is uh, kovrigi. Uh, it's a pretzel covered in poppy or sesame seeds. Oh. Uh, we'll go with David this time. We'll alternate. And can you spell that out for me? C O V R I G I. Kovrigi. Now, obviously, we know. Divock Origi is a <laughs> Belgian footballer. So the the bagel Corrigi, or whatever you just said, is probably uh no. Um weirdly, this is the this is the one I feel like I've heard of most. Um <laughs> As if No, genuinely, it sounds the most sort of uh, what's that? what's in it? What's in it? The poppy uh, soup? Essentially, it's a pretzel covered in poppy or sesame seeds. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go with... Not quite. Um, not quite a pretzel, but similar. Yeah, I think the Divock Origi. It's got be, to be Belgium. Belgium, OK. Yeah. Good, for, sure. good, play, good player, actually. Um, chances at Liverpool. Well, Maybe he needs I, more I'm, sesame seeds. <laughs> I was thinking that I was going to go European again, but I don't know whether you'd go three Europe in a row. Oh, um, fuck. That's so true. Or maybe he's gone Malta three in a row. Oh, if he has. See, for some reason, I can't get... Uh, I'm, with the name of it, I'm thinking Riga, which is... Is no. Riga in Latvia? It's Latvia, yeah. Yeah, so I was... Uh, I've been there, yeah. I was thinking Latvia, but I'm reckoning that it won't be Europe, but I'm going to go that kind of kind of ends. I'm going to go Uzbekistan. Oh, fucking hell. Brilliant. <laughs> um, Stuart, you're going to hate me. It's, it's Latvia, isn't it? It's Romania in Europe. Ah. Oh. So, current, current scores, Gossi with two, Stuart with one. Yeah, how many of these are there? Ten. Quite fun. Ten. Oh, yeah, we like that. That's good. It's a healthy um, number. Fourth food. 
is Doubles. Uh, it's a flatbread filled with curried chickpeas. Doubles. And it is how you would imagine doubles would be spelled. D-U-B-B-L-E-S. No, it's not how you would imagine doubles would be spelled. <laughs> it, it's the word double with an S on the end, just to clarify. Right, and it's got chickpeas in it. Uh, it's a flatbread uh, filled with curried chickpeas. Um... Oh, right, I'm going for Morocco. Morocco. Yes, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Great place. <sighs> yeah, isn't it? Is Flat, it? Flatbread, immediately think of... Like I guess Mediterranean or Northern African. Ooh, it was dude. it was the yeah I sort of, I do to be honest, but I was thinking of um, the moment you said curried that threw me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chickpeas that is. Um, look, do you know what I really enjoy a chickpea? Oh yeah, we had uh, went to uh, the uh, chain of Greek restaurants, the real Greek, recently, and uh, the hummus topped with chickpeas was. Delightful. Oh fuck mm. me, that's a great girl. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, chickpeas, 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 doubles, curried chickpeas. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with. Uh, no, Nathan, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to hold the boy up. Come on. Fuck. Um, I think it. I'm going to go Tunisia. Tunisia. And what did you say, Stuart? You said Morocco, didn't you? I said Morocco. Uh, you're both wrong, and you're both in the wrong continent. It yeah, is in fact, Asia. The, is it? Yeah. Trinidad it. and Tobago. Pardon? Whoa. Correct. No Mental. way. Mental. Mental. Dwight, fun fact, Dwight York's favourite food. <laughs> Brilliant. But Brilliant. Works on so many levels. <laughs> You're so Isn't much better it? than MJ. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck! That's yeah. Never would have got that because I, I was thinking oh, I could be Asian, um, but no, Trinidad and Tobago just didn't think they were into flatbreads or chickpeas. No. Well, no chickpeas. Yeah, fair, or but curried. not or not you know, curried goat. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of a lot of curry in the West Indies. Yeah, there? yeah, there is. Um, I just the Caribbean, I just, just flatbread. It was flatbread that completely yeah. threw me. That's why. Yeah. I was, yeah, good though. To to be honest, the quiz must have been a bit of a dick, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah. yeah. By what picking a question with an answer? Impossible yeah. questions. Yeah. Correct. Uh, okay, yeah. food number five. Lock lock. L O K hyphen. Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, deep fried foods such as meats and vegetables served on a skewer. And can you right, yeah. can you actually spell it again? L O K hyphen L O K. Oh, I'm on this. Come on, I know the answer, David. So, do you actually? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, do. I know the answer. Right, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's my go. I am going to say. Oh, and it's deep. Did you say it's deep fried meats deep or fried. vegetables? Mm-hmm. Served on a skewer. So essentially, like a, essentially like a deep fried kebab. Interesting. I'm going to say... Fuck. No, that's not a country. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Asia, but now I'm just thinking Africa. Um, nah, fuck it. I'm going to say... Uh, Come on, mate. Ghana. So, so competitive. Ghana. Okay. Uh, Stuart. Cambodia. 
closer, it's Malaysia. Oh, I, I knew. Oh, sorry. That's what I meant. Where well, is Where is Cambodia? It's near you, Malaysia. <laughs> Frothing. So you're, it's Asia. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, fuckers. Draw fuckers. Level. Food number six. Asinan. A S I N A N. Asinan. Hey, yeah. Say it again. Asinan. Yeah. A S I N A N. Oh. Yeah. Like Asinan. Um, and huh. it is pickled vegetable or fruit. Yep. Yep. Go on in, you're first, mate. Yes, Julian. Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, um, it's Malaysia again. You've malted us again. Oh, have I? Have I, mal- have I malted you? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Asinan. It's bloody... Is that bl- it's them bloody Philippines, isn't it? Them bloody, <laughs> them bloody Filipinos. Gossy nudges ahead. It's Indonesia. Oh, oh well, hang on. Why, That's why the does same thing, isn't it? Philipp- Philippines is the same thing, same country, isn't it? Philippines is not the same as Indonesia. Yeah. Indonesia is an island. No, why does he yeah. nudge your head when we both went for the same continent? Philippines, Indonesia, Siamese, I what are these? I said Malaysia. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I've written down Malta <laughs> because you said I think you've Malta. <laughs> <laughs> Mental. Okay. Yeah. Number seven. Skatcha. S-C-A-C-C-I-A. And this is a stuffed flatbread, uh, usually oh. stuffed with a combination of two of these, cheese, tomato, onion, or eggplant. And yeah. can you spell it again? S-C-A-C-C-I-A. Scatcha. So that uh, is you, Gossie, to start. And what is it again? Uh, a f- <laughs> a st- <laughs> Listen the first time. Always the same. Stuffed, fl- <laughs> stuffed flatbread. Yeah. And it's usually stuffed with... Uh, two of the following: cheese, tomato, onion, or eggplant. Interesting. I am going to go with. Oh fuck it, Italy. Okay. Stuart. Croatia. Fuck. That's a great Stuart. Has Stuart pulled it out of his ass? No, it's actually Italy. Oh! We get our first. We get our first. Totally correct answer. So that's three points to go. Oh. Want to uh, want to chew it. Do you know why I shit myself there? I had to fucking. I, I had to, you had to ask it a few times because the word is Italian as it comes. I'm yeah. sat here. I'm sat here watching fucking Italian football. I haven't spoke about it with you lot for half, half an hour. I couldn't. I couldn't afford to show myself up like that. No, correct. But um, no. do you know what? Do you know what I was very close to going with? Because I thought you were going to like. Maltras in the sense of just being really fucking vague. I thought it was going to be like something to do with San Marino because because <laughs> I've, I've never because I don't know about you guys. I've never seen that on a on a restaurant menu or anything. That, that's why it was that yeah. That's why it was quite. That's why I didn't really. I weren't hundred percent confident in it. The word was Italian, but I haven't seen it on an Italian menu, which is why I thought maybe it's like a, a surrounding. Well, being being a street food is hardly going to turn up on your uh, better Italia, is it? I know, I know, but if it's that fucking popular, then um, it would be. Number eight, Kong Yu Bing, C O N G space Y O U space B I N G, Kong Yu Bing, and it's another flatbread. Um, this time folded with minced scallions, which are green onions for those who don't know. So, so a flatbread. Another flatbread 
folded with minced scallions. Kong Yu Bing. Well, it sounds... Is it me? Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, as I tried to be clever last time, it sounds... It sounds really Chinese, so rather than trying to be clever and go for, like, an outlying place, I'm going to say China. Okay. Um... Can you spell it again once more for me? C O N G space C O N G C O N G yeah space Y O U as in U yep. space B I N G Bing Kong Yu Bing. Right now, again, my my only real the clues here for me are language or the actual ingredients used and I don't even know what fucking scallions are if I'm honest so it's a green onion spring onions I've never seen a green onion in my life I've only seen spring red onions, ones and mate. white ones spring onions yeah. oh spring onions yeah yeah oh right okay I, I, I did think at first as well is this Nathan right trying to be clever and use like some abbreviated like you know oh what's this BYOD uh, what country's BYOB from? Well, whatever country does bring your own booze. Next question. Um, Muslim countries. But I think Kong Yu Bing, Kong Yu Bing, it, it doesn't sound Chinese to me. Um, what does it sound? Well, I just, I don't, I don't think of China. I don't know, actually. It sounds more Korean. Korean I'm gonna, South? Uh, yeah, fuck it. South Korea uh, is in Asia, which gets you one point. Stuart, however, gets three points because it is indeed Chinese. Fuck. In your face, David Goss. Yeah, Back level. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Right, number nine. This is dramatic. What's the, so what's the score? We're even, aren't we? Uh, you're even with one, two, three, six, seven each. That's good. Yeah, cool. Uh, number nine. I've got no idea how to pronounce this. I'm going to have a go. Svenge. Svenge. S-F-E-N-J. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's mental. And it's um, a, it's a uh, donut uh, cooked in oil, mm. sprinkled with sugar or soaked in honey. And that is ah. for me first, isn't it? You, yes, that's you. I am going to go with Poland. Does sound... It does sound kind of the word sounds kind of Scandinavian. It does, it does, it does. But for some that reason, Scan- dessert, yeah, cold. Yeah. What did you say though? So, What's the, so, what, so basically, the, I thought I thought the word was Scandinavian, but for some reason, it's that it, the actual dish itself sounds quite Europe, Eastern European. Desc- describe the. Um, it's a it's a donut, it's a donut sprinkled. Uh, it's cooked in oil, which most donuts are anyway. Sprinkled with yep. sugar or soaked in honey. See, I'm, that's reminding me of like the kind of you know the rum barba. Oh, I've never had a rum barba. For me, which for me is a more southern. I'm going to go. Oh God, I want. I'm going to say. Pun Algeria. Sorry. Algeria. Algeria. <laughs> That's mental. Random North African country. So, so we've gone from Scandinavia... Scandinavia to, to another continent. <laughs> another word I think sounds Scandinavian, but I disagree. I don't think that the, the the dish sounds European at all. I think it sounds either Middle Eastern or North African. Yeah, fair. North African, you say. Somewhere like 
Morocco. Algeria. No, it's Morocco. I, oh. I thought it was Oh, wow. Yeah, Morocco. So Stuart, with it's one winning. question left. It's a point nudges, ahead. Nudges that little beard forward. And, <laughs> and Lorenzo, Insi- Lorenzo Insigne, my spirit animal, is just about to take a penalty to make oh. it 4-0. If he oh. scores it, I have a chance. He's okay. scored it. Bring on question 10. 10. <laughs> Dramatic. Dramatic es- ending. Esquites. E-S-Q-U-I-T-E-S. Or one word, esquites. And it is essentially toasted corn. Yeah. Esquites. And you're going first, you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know it. I'm, yeah, I'm foaming as well because I definitely yeah. know it down to three countries. So whatever, <laughs> whatever you go with, I'm, even it's if I go ma- with the same... Magical. Yeah, one hundred percent. That yeah, I think, Mexican. I think, I think that is very much correct. Now, however, however, we all know that if I go with the same as you, it is impossible for me to win. So, it makes sense that I would just acknowledge that I think it's Mexican, but go and suggest a different, uh, different thing, and Sweden. I. We'll go with Nicaragua. Oh, uh, and what is it? Did you say? Toasted corn. It's corn. Yeah, I'm going to have to then go for Spain. Oh, because it's because it's a different continent then as well. Oh. Oh, like, I like. think there you you've lost regardless. Yeah. If you go the same, so you may as well go completely off the wall. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Stuart just smashed it. Is Mexicanese. Yeah, I, I I knew that. Yeah. So Stuart does so win, mean. which with a three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, two, one, two, three, four, seven, eleven. To seven. Well done, Stuart. Nice. Cheers, man. Nice, I'm, right. I'm sorry to say this. I, d- I didn't want to tell you this before, Gossy, because I didn't want to put too much pressure on you. But if you'd beaten me in that game, I would have let you play sweeter or savourier tonight. Oh, you... oh wow. Foaming. Lost, though, innit? So. Yeah, um, fair enough. Well done, Stuart. I, I described you as the brain of Frack Unwrapped at the start of the show, and you've uh, you lived up to the reputation. That was gr- thank you, Nathan. That Pearson. was great fun. That was great. Yeah, fun. that was that was awesome, Quivia, mate. That yeah, was that top, was top that much. was that was. I really loved that. Really yeah. loved that. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Nice. I do love a bit of Quivia on this show. Nice yep. one. In fact, why doesn't Quivia have its own theme tune? Because I haven't made it yet. Heck. Yet. Um. Get, yeah, pull your finger out. Anyway, so street food. <laughs> We're an hour and 20 minutes into the show. Let's finally get on to street food. Well, we have just done a quivia on street food. I know, but not properly chatting about it like lads, have we? Well. Lovely bit of food in the old gob. It's pretty laddish, talking about the the potential language origins of the words and stuff like that. The lock locks and your kong yibing. (laughs) Come on, you bing. It's nothing more laddie than a football chant. Which has nothing to do with this show. Um, Long you big. <laughs> um, let's just get straight into it. What's your favourite? Yeah. Um, what's your favourite street foods that you've had? What, what's your, what stands out to you guys? 
uh, I actually have a favourite, so I'll let um, Stu go first. Um, couple of big winners for me would be um, I had the, the halloumi fries that I had at Camden Market, which you guys had all already had, blew Oof. me away. Um, I had a, 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 a what was it? What it was? I can't. Do you know what? I can't even remember the name of it. But I had this kind of Mediterranean. They were doing. It was like a meze kind of thing, but they did everything in a wrap. I can't, oh, what was the name of the place? Can't remember. But it was essentially like hummus, roasted vegetables, this lamb stuff, like mm. all loads of stuff in this monster great big flatbread wrap that was nice. essentially like a great big. Um, I suppose North African Mediterranean burrito uh, that I had really, really recently that stuck in my memory. And my other absolute street food hero, I've got a shout out to Manchester, which is um, we've got uh, a Manchester ice cream, ice cream place called Ginger's Comfort Emporium, which originally started off as a, a kind of vintage ice cream van. Um, which is the, which is called Ginger, this ice cream van. And they do immense ice creams. So the first time I saw them were at events, so very much in a street food setting. They have a place now in Manchester, um, which back to David's cookie ice cream cookie sandwich, they put something on on social media the other day, which was two jam donuts with, um, with ice cream in between them, which was just oh. insane. But they do um, an ice cream that they call... It's named after a, a town, like a really hipster town in South Manchester called Cholton. They call it Cholton Crack, and it's salted caramel and peanut butter ice cream. And Whew. it's the best ice cream in the world, and my absolute street food. If I if I go to anything and the, and gingers are there, like the, if if I see that sold out of Cholton Crack, I'm I'm crying. Like, I, and it often happens they will sell out of that flavour. Amazing stuff, and I have to represent. I've got I've got to put them in there to represent Manchester. As soon as I went with a London one and felt a bit sick afterwards, so <laughs> no, that's good. That's two really good suggestions. To be fair, and great recommendations as well. I haven't actually had the. Um, is it is it Ali? I want to say Ali, Ali Barbers. Barbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've I've been I've been there, but I didn't actually have any food. Um, the halloumi fries. Yeah, yeah, the halloumi fries. I haven't had them yet. Uh, do you like halloumi? No. Though? Oh, sorry. Do you like halloumi in, it, in itself? Oh, he asked, do I like halloumi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. he likes halloumi. Yeah, yeah correct, Stu, cheers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love halloumi. I think people know me for it, um, which was why I was, <laughs> t- to be honest, you know, a bit disappointing that you've been my friend for so long and have failed to acknowledge that. But um, I'm, ask- I'm asking on behalf of the listeners who don't know you so well. I, lo- I fucking love halloumi. Absolutely love it. Um, it is... I, I first, to be fair, first came into into contact with it via Nando's. Uh, people can slag it off where they want, but it, 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 it introduced me to it. And I think, to be honest, it very much birthed its current popularity. Um, it's, that may sound controversial, but I think it was to be fair, how popular Nando's was and people discovering that on the menu that really gave it its sort of meteoric rise outside, you know, in the sort of street food circuit. I don't know if you guys disagree with that, but um, uh, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Hard. It's a bit hard for me to say. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Possible. Yeah. It's possible. Um, halloumi fries are, are a big thing now because, as I say, I, I, um, 
the Greek restaurant that we went to the other day served them. They were fantastic yeah. there. Slightly, uh, probably better than the Alibaba's. Wow. Um, but also, coming full circle to you saying about Nando's, apparently Nando's have now introduced <laughs> halloumi I was, fries. I was literally just about to say, to yeah. tie in your earlier lack of uh, food news. news and the fact that people know I love halloumi, I did get tagged in that news early today that Nando's yeah. are actually now launching their own halloumi fries. So, um I'll be interested that's, to see what that's like. incredible. That's great. Yeah. The uh the Alibaba's one though, that down on my list is one of the um very much like you Stuart, I, I like street food. I like the idea of it and it's certainly something that um I'd like more of, but it's not really something that's been hugely present in my life. I'm sort of getting yeah. into it more. I, literally, I mean the, the places that I've got listed down are um Camden um that I've eaten at and uh stupidly enough um my, uh, we've got a, who I work for. We've got um, an office near um, Borough Market, and I've never really used that as a source of food until recently. So, and I've had a couple of amazing meals from there. So, as I say, street food is something that I want to try more and more. Anyway, yeah. the halloumi fries are—they were phenomenal. I mean, price-wise, it's probably a bit, a bit on the pricey side, I think, because it's quite hipster. It was like five quid for like this little pint of halloumi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but flavour wise it was really lovely it was, it was covered in like yoghurt and pomegranate and mint and other bits and bobs it had quite a lot going on um, mm-hmm. so I would if you ever get to uh, Camden Glossy I would definitely recommend it yeah I can't wait um, I know I've got a Camden uh, sort of trip uh, this month March uh, so not this month we're in right now but sort of yeah this coming month over the next month um Mm -hmm. uh i do believe me and the missus still uh have a trip to shaka zulu on the cards again um so that might mean i don't get to the street food market but i will i I endeavor to do it i've i've walked around it and it was it was very cold it was like winter when i went and um I just thought, you know, when the sun's out here, yes, it will be far busier. But with the, you know, with it, uh, overlooking the water, like the river yeah. or whatever it is, I think, you know, it'd make a great setting for for an afternoon out having some great food because there's a hell of a lot there. Um, yeah. So I look forward to I look forward to going. And, I, yeah, it's 100% more than on my radar. The other things I've got on my list, um, also at Camden, is a place called um, Ghetto Grills. Uh, and they do like sandwiches and uh, it says burgers, but I don't think I remember seeing burgers on the menu when I was there. But anyway, I had from there a, um, a Reuben bagel melt, um, mm. and it Ooh, was uh, yeah. salt beef brisket, cheddar, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing, and it was it was divine. It was just so just like filled with flavour. It was just dripping. It was just just beautiful, and it had like lovely layers of of uh, sweet and savoury. Definitely, definitely would recommend them. Nice. Hmm. Uh, what else have I got? Um, there's a place in Borough Market saying about that. I can't remember the name of it. I searched it and I can't can't find it. So I don't know if it's still there. Hopefully it is. Um, it does like a Moroccan lamb wrap, which has like mint and hummus and chilies and stuff like that, which was which was incredible. Uh, um, and also there, I don't know if it counts as street food, but they're they're selling in the market um, bread ahead. Also in Borough Market. Um, selling uh, fresh, obviously loads of dough, but fresh, uh, fresh donuts. Um, mm. And I picked up some ones there with blueberry jam 
and uh, also ones with salted caramel and honeycomb, and they were they were phenomenal. Um, mm. Again, expensive. I think it was something like twelve quid for three donuts or four donuts or something ridiculous like that. But just you know, bread ahead. They were they were mm. just better than what you're going to get elsewhere. Awesome. Um, and the only other thing I've got is that uh, a review that I've got up on the channel. I visited the uh, Atalai kebab van in Tame. Technically counts as uh, street food, I guess, even though it's not in a market. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they won the 2016, I think it was, uh, kebab van of the year, which may not sound um, necessarily impressive. However, um, they were very good. They were an amazingly well-oiled machine. I can't, I can't describe how well they, how well polished this kebab van was. I think considering the amount of kebab vans, I think it's very impressive. Absolutely. Mm. Now, I've never actually eaten a kebab from a kebab van, apart from this time, so I can't compare it to your, just your, your typical place that you might find open late hours. Uh, okay. Um, but, um, I mean, it was no worse, or how should I say no worse, it was as good as sort of any that I've had from an, an actual shop, restaurant, whatever you want to call them. Mm. It was it was really tasty. Ultimately, it, I mean, I had a donut kebab, and it was... A donut kebab didn't necessarily stand out, but then, like I say, the fact that you're making it on the back of a van, um, it was impressive. So, it, it was how, so how would you say it differs to, like, the standard elephant leg? <laughs> it, it was just seasoned a hell of a lot better. I'm sure they had probably okay. better um, quality of meat. Um, right. But, in t- I mean, it's, it was very difficult to tell because flavour-wise, it was very similar to... Most elephant leg, as you as you eloquently put it. So um, I, 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 I only use that term as opposed to like, say, where we go to Mangal Express in Chalfont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like proper meat. No, no, that's it was, been stacked on the skewer and then cut off, and it, you can see it's very visibly fresh sort of meat that's you know. Yeah, no, cut this, up this, like that. this was this was your standard um, Elef- elephant elephant leg. leg. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. That, 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 that's the only way I could differentiate. I don't mean to offend any yeah. kebab van vendors that are listening but um loads of them i think that's a i think that's a fairly well accepted term for yeah it, it that's is what we it, that's what we call it you know yeah it's the likeness of how it looks yeah on the uh on the, on the skewer look, that's how that, yeah you're that's, right david that's why we call it an elephant leg yeah. what, <laughs> why, no i mean why why else do you think we call it an elephant leg no you idiot no you what, fuck, why are you explaining no it? you fucking moron because we call it stuff like donkey meat <laughs> and stuff like that when it might not actually be donkey meat but it's I I I basically mean to say we call it elephant leg not as a defamatory thing because of how it tastes and what meat is, but because of how it appears on the uh, behind the behind the tilt. That's all I was getting at. Just to clarify to people that didn't know that. For the record, David Goss did say it might not be donkey meat. So <laughs> yeah, I do I do want to confirm that. <laughs> Take your chance with that. Um, no, it, it was your sta- it was your standard um, donut kebab. Um, yeah. but it was it was just nicer it was just you could just tell that it was uh it was better ingredients and better sort of care had been taken with it than right. in some place so. nice i i i mean tame really isn't far from me uh nor my it's girlfriend not, so i should probably I do it at some point make, it's not worth making the trip solely for um but at the same time if you happen to be in tame when it's there um it's definitely question. worthwhile doing question mm. what were you doing in tame we um we had a, a a weekend away. We had a couple of a uh, couple of nights away from home, just to not that it's that far away from home, to be fair. But um, far enough. 
yeah, last last year we just um, wanted a couple of nights away from home just to sort of feel like we were having a holiday because we didn't we hadn't had. One yeah, yet. yeah, that's that's, that's completely understandable. Second question: mm. Did you plan said holiday because you knew the best kebab van in the country, 2016, was in town? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say yes, but that's not actually the correct answer. Um, <laughs> No, we weirdly enough, so we were there two nights. First night, I can't remember the name of the restaurant we went to. We went to some sort of gastro pub type place. Had phenomenal food, really, really tasty. One of um, Laura's favourite meals she's ever had, she said. Oh, amazing! Um, and then on the way driving back, we saw like out on the out from driving back from the pub on the street, just coming back from the gastro and to the place we were staying. Yeah, we saw. We didn't go and get a kebab after the pub. No, if that's what your question was. <laughs> Um, we saw just huge queues just in the middle of the street by a van and we were like that's fucking weird and then I think we were by a roundabout so we just did like a little circle round just to see what they were doing saw the name of it went back to the place we were staying and I started googling the name of the van and uh, found out that it was um, yeah found out that it was an award winning kebab van we were like oh shit that's mental that's pretty Uh, cool yeah, and as we had nothing planned, I mean, the second night we were just going to try and grab a local takeaway anyway, like fish and chips or something like that anyway. Um, and seeing as that was there, we thought, well, can't not have this, um, especially considering uh, we both love, love kebabs and, and obviously I'm involved with, like I thought, amazing opportunity to you know, review something that's award-winning. And uh, um, listen. Question three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, it's not just me and Stu that get the quivier, mate. Um, do you have a photo of said kebab if so is it on social media for everyone to see I don't know if I have a proper photo of the kebab it's a good question it's the, there's definitely photos on Fruck, uh, Fruckgram on Instagram go and follow us now um, of the van and the setup okay uh, I'm not sure I can't remember off the top, top of my head whether I got a shot of the actual kebab like I say there is a review on Fullview UK, um, so you can certainly see uh, a, a moving image uh, on on that. But um, I'm not sure if I've got an actual photograph. Interesting, mm. interesting. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Got a lot of time for that. Yeah, sick. David. Um, before hang on, before David gives his, just I've, I have well, I've, I haven't remembered. I've, I have binged the place where I got my Mediterranean lamb wrap. Is was uh, they're called the Ottoman. Oh and I had yeah. It at, um, it's called it's called Fairfield Social Club. It's in Manchester, and it is one of these kind of beer and street food destinations. So they usually have three or four street food stalls in there, and and loads of beer. Really super cool place. Nice. Um, when when you lot actually do the decent thing and come up and visit me in Manchester then perhaps that could be a place that we could go but I mean you won't uh, you'll never come up here will you because you're all scum listen well 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 Stu come on I often I often talk about um, trips to um, to uh, Manchester I better not go in I don't I don't I don't normally go to sort of you know areas and communities in need you know poverty you know poverty stricken areas but i probably should do some charity work or community work the bigger the name gets with fruck and stuff give my bit back so maybe i would come up north do a video for comic relief <laughs> walking around Bradford, just pointing at people shaking my head in disappointment going 
<laughs> going, just look at this, Teresa. Look what you've done. <laughs> no, um, all, no. All jokes aside, I have, I have actually, yeah. I went to Brad. I went to Bradford for the football uh, a few years ago, um, but I've still got plenty of grounds to do up north. And uh, so I imagine you will, uh, even if not for that or, you know, or a boxing event. I'm sure it's, it's not too far away. I'm sure we can organise a, a, a trip. You know, I don't live in Bradford. Don't I know, I? I know. You just support them. And, I, you know, yeah, everything just, just everything north of Watford Gap is just probably it's all the same, yeah, isn't it? all it's the all same. very close yeah. by, isn't it? I just, I just, I just, I just assume you all know each other's names, city to city. You're, you're still very familiar with each other. Um, yep. Liverpool. There's only seven of yeah, us. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, Manchester. Yeah, some of them playing red, some of them playing blue. Like, yeah, it's just fine, isn't it? It's just all the same. <laughs> same thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, no, no. Again, jokes aside, they're not the same thing. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not northist. Yeah, I don't discriminate against north. You know, it's all a bit of banter for the show. But no, we'll we'll look forward to coming out. Coming out. Yeah. Will we'll happen. See. Will happen. We'll don't ever rule out. Yes. Talk to us about your favourite street food. Well, well, let's do this. Um, so first, so first of all, the the street feast uh, and pergola or pergola chains. Uh, sort of, I, I call them chains because it's a sort of company. You know, they're two companies that have various locations in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I'd talk about them for a minute. Um, so Street Feast have Dinorama. Uh, they have, I believe it is actually called Street Feast uh, near Canada Water. And they also in Canary Wharf have Giant Robot, which if you don't know about that, is literally very much a futuristic <laughs> robot looking building that is literally for street food. Um, and there's like a sort of rooftop bar there as well to enjoy a drink and i haven't yet been there um but i will when the weather picks up i think it's about a year old now but the one i've been to um and i've been there twice now is uh but one i was very drunk can't really remember um but was dinorama and that's in shoreditch and it's you know undercover uh two floors bar bars upstairs and there's low you know several several food sort of vendors downstairs plenty of seating really great like I, I love the whole setup and i love how like so i went there for a birthday and then after that we went to a bar for happy hour and to watch like the champions league final um it's great that you don't have to book somewhere you're not under pressure to get everywhere to get everyone somewhere strictly on time blah 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 it's it's a very so oh, it's a great idea for for like casual meetups and stuff and not to mention the fact that I love the fact that you get a variety. Um, now, my missus is great. She's more than happy, like, basically buying double the amount of different food and then just going half, mm-hmm. eating half of it each, which is cool. So we do that quite a bit. So we, you know, try and get a variety and eat at as many at the different places as we can. Um, in terms of those places, I know you guys were saying, you know, what sort of, what sort of things you look for. I think I always keep an eye out for for wings. Okay. Um, I am a big fan of the. I'm a big fan of wings. Um, yeah, I yeah wings. so I do keep an eye out for them. And I've had um, I've had a couple of different different type type of type of wings. I don't know if I've got any um, pictures that will jog my memory at a glance. But um, 
Berg. How would you feel about Marmite wings? I'd, I would 100% try them, yeah. I, I, like, I, yeah. I like Marmite. I do like Marmite. And although um, Marmite and wings don't necessarily sound like a match made in heaven, I, I would 100% try them for the originality. I love that sort of thing. So, yeah, I would. I'd 100% go Come for to that. Come to Manchester then, innit? Oh, <laughs> when, when do you want me? Um, Whenever, yeah, now? No, I'll be there. I'll do it. I'll do all that. All the all the Marmite. Um I like I also I guess would go for burgers. It's a pretty standard boring answer, mm. but if I see if I see um you know, if there's a decent burger if if there's multiple burger vendors then I'll pick the one that appeals most and normally go for that. Um I've had uh that's where it's uh, it's at these sort of places where um I've tried patty and bun. Yeah. Um and I also tried burger and beyond. Patty and Bun, I wasn't a big fan of, but people at work say it's their favourite burger. That's multiple people have said that as well. Um, Losers. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't agree. Um, but Burger and Beyond was uh, a delicious, delicious burger. Because um, there, there was a sauce, I can't remember what sauce it was, but it's sort of like like a like a dirty mayo sort of thing that went in it and it was a beef burger but it just went so well loved it i couldn't tell you what sort it was so don't quote me on that but um it was great amazing um so did did very much like that so i love trying things like that um what else can i mention well me and rich who's been on the show before we went to a we went to a food market not necessarily street food market it was in the middle of a field in buckinghamshire but um we went to a food market and there was an amazing raclette um, oh, yes. food vendor. Yeah, raclette, raclette melt, which was basically cheesy che- cheesy chips, essentially, but with loads of bacon on top. That was amazing. Mm. Basically, yeah, cheesy bacon chips. Um, and, you know, food markets are great for that sort of thing as well. And that was the Hyde End one, which is quite a big one. We met, we met Lu- Levi Roots. Yes. And I, mm. and I saw Levi Roots, the man himself perform reggae reggae sauce live <laughs> so that's you know that's why that's why i picked this subject to talk about just wait to <laughs> name drop Le- Le- levi roots do, do you know what i love is that you're you're saying that and yet when you think about it there's a whole generation of youngsters adults who probably have no idea what you're talking about and it wasn't even that long ago like it's not no no, it wasn't that long ago that he became famous and he got his you know, sauces and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I bet there's loads of people that are like, I've got no idea what reggae reggae sauce is all about. I've got yeah. no idea. One of the most uh, successful Dragon's Den winners yeah. of all time. Mm. Do you reckon Levi Roots is still proper sorted for money? Hun- like? hun- I, I mean, I, I, 100%. I used to quite... Li- quite liked reggae reggae sauce bought a few bottles of it when it first came out but part, I think mainly I mean it was nice reggae reggae sauce was nice it was fine but obviously like he's such a likeable guy and I was watching Dragon's Den at the time so you're taken in by it but I hadn't noticed that I was in the supermarket the other day and I see he's got he's got other products out yeah. and stuff yeah now. yeah I I'm just, you know, I believe I believe I have looked him up before and again really don't want to be quoted on this um so I'm actually not going to give a quote, but I, I believe I've looked this up in the past, not so long ago now, and seen that he is worth an obscene amount of money, like a obscene amount of money. Um, and that's because hasn't he also got restaurants now? Restaurants. Has he? I, no, I had no idea about that. 
I would not. I, I know he's got his fingers in more than just supermarket product pies. He's obviously got books. I've got a feeling he's got his own restaurant, you know. But I don't know. Again, don't quote me on that. But I know he's got. He is. He is entrepreneurial. That man, um, and has smashed it. According according to Wikipedia, net worth of thirty five million pounds. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won a mobile as well back in the day, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he legit won a mobile for like best British reggae artist, like in I don't, I'm guessing like the early nineties or the late eighties or Did whatever. He? Yeah. Did he actually? Yeah. I thought I, I thought, up, I thought when sure. you said he got a mobile, I thought you were going to say it was like for an outstanding achievement award or something like that for what he's for what he's accomplished <laughs> with his with his guitar and music. <laughs> fair play though. Yeah, no. yeah, that's fair play to him. And he he came across very very humble. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a fan. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like a nice guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, in terms of. Uh, Oh, I did. Uh, I did actually go to Winterville as well. That was another street feast location. They set up there, and that's basically a like Winter Wonderland, but for cooler people um, like myself. <laughs> and uh, had some fucking great wings there. I had uh, um, no, they weren't wings. They were fried chicken strips with homemade hot sauce and cool lime mayo by Mother Clucker. And uh, oh, shout out them. Why do I recognise... Um, you must have mentioned that before, because I recognise the uh, name. So, basically, a lot... I, th- I think there's a few that do uh, that do sort of wordplay with that, because there's Mother Clucker. I've also been to a Ma Plucker. That, that's the one. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. that was my hench burger uh, yeah. I had on National Burger Day. Um, Ma Plucker. And there's also a Mother Flipper or something. So there's there's a couple of uh, yeah there's a there's a couple of sort of word plays with that but yeah Mother Clucker did great um, great chicken strips I also had uh, I also had oh this is also going full circle with your question about um, New York which I've just remembered but I also had a very nice hot chocolate there by Chin Chin Ice Cream I don't know if you've seen Chin Chin Labs they're mm-hmm. a very very popular sort of ice cream instagram you know social media uh hyped sort of dessert place because of their sort of ice cream and you know all the videos they get uploaded of sauces and stuff being poured over the top and blah 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 it's like Mm. yeah it's a very sort of um fashionable uh boutique ice cream place so to speak uh i had one of their hot chocolates um which was very nice very nice very good uh, Nathan will know this, but I don't drink hot drinks. The only the only drink I really drink is hot chocolate for hot drinks, and I rarely have them. I'll have like I'll probably average two a year. Um, so when I say that I had my best hot drink in America, don't 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 think you're about to be blown away. But I had a Dunkin' Donuts salted caramel hot chocolate, and it was the best hot drink I've ever had. Amazing. Yeah. Three stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot I forgot to mention that earlier. No, <laughs> no, it was absolutely incredible. Um yeah, and I really, really liked it. And if it was something I could get over here, I would. So yeah, if any listeners uh know somewhere I can get a salted caramel hot chocolate, um holler. Because If you like that, mate, you should try um tea. Tea? 
<laughs> yeah, have a cup of tea, mate. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I have had plenty of them, and uh, I don't like. No, so I don't, I'm, tea I'm not can, a big fan. Nah, tea, tea needs to go in the sea. Yeah, um, it does really. Sure. Um, sorry, I'm going to see you finish. Sorry. Nah, not at all. I was just about to say. <laughs> I thought you were winding down. I, sorry, no, no, I no. So please, basically, please. now, basically, what I've done here is I've just quickly given you an overview of the mm-hmm. sort of stuff, sort of food, street food places there are in London, which I've been to and stuff like uh, street. So street feasts, like Dynarama stuff like that, they're very sort of hipster locations. Blah blah blah. Um, Pergola, which I touched on earlier, is exactly the same thing, but it's normally in a nicer setting. Um, don't I don't want to use the word pretentious, but it would be like it would be a slightly more sophisticated setting. Um, and I've, so I went to that pergola on the roof uh, in Paddington, uh, and they do like they basically set it up for the winter um, with heating and sort of uh, uh, sort of more festive lighting and stuff. But then also then in the summer it, it becomes a sort of hot spot there. Um, they're good. I would recommend people go to them if they, you know, want to go out with friends and stuff and try some different food and have some drinks because these places always do. They always have bars and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, they're really cool. Then I was going to get on to my favorite, which is proper, proper, proper street food. And yep. uh, it's near where I work and it's somewhere where I've been enlightened to since I made the move into London. Um, and it's, and it's the Petticoat Lane street food market. Um, and it's basically in between Liverpool Street Station and Aldgate Station on the Met Line, if anyone wants to go there. Oh, my Lord. Um, so, first of all, I'll tell you about the falafel place. So, there's a falafel place where you can get falafel, like that. It does wraps. You can get um, falafel, halloumi, chicken, any combination um, yeah yeah nice. literally you could um all the all the sort of salads and stuff any sauces blah 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 gets toasted for a bit brilliant um yeah then but the main reason why i want to talk about this is because of the guy that does the falafel wrapping is an absolute machine he i've never seen anything like this he i can't do i can't justify it over the podcast but i could do the hand actions he's a ninja he's <laughs> a ninja and he is a he is a gem he's a gem of east london if you youtube it there are youtube videos of him wrapping these falafel wraps he i've never seen anyone do anything so quickly in my life i can only imagine when the market closes he has to be carried home. He's asleep. He must be. What he does is inhumane. Look it up on YouTube or I'll forward you some links or whatever. But it's it's super cool and it's a banging wrap as well. It's massive. Um, and you can get like a combo wrap which will fill you up. A, a combo is in combination of the, the cheese, chick, uh, halloumi, chicken, falafel uh, with a drink, £5. Fills you up. It's great. Um, but... I ha- uh, there's other places as well Plenty, all the different diverse uh, cuisines I go to a katsu um, stall quite a lot as well where they do wraps or katsu with rice blah 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 and that's great as well but I've got to shout out my absolute favourite which when I joined my work 
my boss was like you know what 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 are you doing for lunch sort of thing blah 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 he was like oh if you ever think you you know if you ever feel like uh you deserve a treat he was like i don't know if you know he obviously didn't know me at this point and knows i didn't know that i was basically a hoover for for any sort of bad food um but he was like yeah i've got to show you this place it's 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 a it's my addiction he's like i go i try and i go there every week without fail I, i can't not have it blah 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 it's one of the best things i've ever had and he doesn't he's not he doesn't throw around these sort of compliments like towards these sort of things willy-nilly so I, I i believed him straight away this was he he meant this and i was like okay he was like it's it's chicken satay and i was like he was like yeah you've got to have a satay blah 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 and i sort of thought okay well i've had you know i've had chicken satay like before and it's not really enough for me and i thought maybe he doesn't realize that i need a big meal anyway i have this satay I've been having it once, once a week since. It is absolutely phenomenal. So it's Tupperware, Tupperware box. Um, I go for rice. So the bottom of it's filled with rice. Then you choose your salads. I go for, I go for a little bit of lettuce and uh, fried onions, crispy fried onions, <laughs> which are incredible. Um, mm. I don't overdo it with the salad because. I want more room for the uh, for the main event, which is of course chicken satay. So it's in this big bowl, and they fill the they fill the Tupperware up with the chicken satay, which has obviously been cooked or fried in you know all sorts of peanut oil, satay sauce, blah blah blah. Amazing. Then that lady passes it on to the next guy along the along the conveyor belt. And the guy then ladles, spoons, ladles all the actual satay sauce over the top. <laughs> then the lid goes on top of that. You ask, you ask it, you ask for a jumbo. So extra, extra, that little bit more chicken, six pounds. And it is absolutely sensational. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I love chicken. I love satay. Yeah. Uh, oh. And I'd never seen it in any form other than, you know, just on a skewer as a starter with with a dip. But this is literally everything. This is chicken covered in the satay with rice as a meal. And it is it's life. I've um, you, you actually sent me a picture of it before. I and, have. Uh, yeah, I've literally I've just I've just sent it to Stuart on WhatsApp because I've still got it to um, to post on front. So I'm glad actually you've, you've, you've brought that up on this show. Because I can now uh, post that on uh, on Frontgram, so uh, it it looks incredible. In a way, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah. look like it. It doesn't look anything special, but at the same time, if you love chicken satay like I do, and like Stuart does, and yeah. yourself, I, I could imagine that being absolutely just a phenomenal hearty eat. It yeah, just, it looks incredible, and it really is. And yeah. and all I can say is, by the end of it, you're completely full. You've enjoyed every bite, like I mean every bite. It's not. It's just absolutely amazing, yeah, yeah. and I I can't rave about it enough. And if you are gonna upload it, um, please let me just send you um, another picture I have of it. Okay. Um, so maybe you can upload two pictures because I actually took Hannah there on her birthday. Uh, <laughs> That's that's literal fact. I took my girlfriend there on her birthday 
to have some street food for lunch. Obviously, we we had activities planned around that, and then we went for a, a nice uh, meal for dinner. But our lunch was there. I, she had to have it. I had to like, I had to show her this because I just and I I would love to take you guys there as well. Um, so yeah. you could so you could experience this. Um, it's having amazing. Seen, having seen the picture, it's. 100% the sort of thing that I would love to try if yeah. you know if I worked yeah. anywhere near a market that produced that sort of food I'd be all yeah. over that shit for lunch on the, on the regs mm. yeah um, it's it's obviously, cool obviously as you know where we work or where you used to work um your options are limited before he sold you out <laughs> yeah before he sold you out before he snaked me out um the options are limited to Tesco and uh when Wenzel's which, you know, they offer, you know, perfectly fine food, but... Yeah, yeah. Fuck me, I, I would love to to work um, yeah. near somewhere that, that produced that sort of thing, because that looks just divine. Um, and... Uh, go on. No, I, no, I was just going to say, I completely agree. It's I know I know when, um, before I moved jobs, I know I obviously said I was, you know, very nervous about certain aspects and things changing, and I know everyone said, oh you're gonna you're gonna get so fat because you're just gonna eat fast food all the time blah 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 that's incorrect because i've obviously know that that's a ridiculous thing to do because i will get fat and it will cost lots of money so i do so exactly the same as i used to i have tesco meal deals for lunch it's not ideal but it's you know it's what i do um but of course i still make time for like my treat day and I'll only ever have two max in a week if it's, say, someone's birthday or if someone's going on holiday, whatever. Um, but the options now, which was also what people sort of said, oh, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll love it up there for blah, blah, blah. The options now, my eyes are completely open now to these, mm-hmm. like this street food place. And there's various other restaurants around which are, you know, incredible. That. I'm bloody thankful for because um, yeah. it's amazing. But um, yeah, love would love you guys to have uh, to have this satay one day because it is it, it deserves it deserves however many minutes I've just dedicated to it because it's one of it's one of the best meals I've ever had. Full stop. Mental. And it and it is and it is literally we're talking about a pop up market stall like an as actual street food. Mm. It's insane. Yeah. Um, mm. It's amazing. So yeah, that. That is my number one street food Sick. meal Sick. of choice. Um, whilst you were doing that, I found a video of the uh, of Mohammed, the guy who does the, the yeah. falafel and uh, stripped insane, it's insane. It, it, that it looks like it's sped up. Was, you got to share that on yeah, the um, share that on the on the front Facebook as I was well. Ju- That's I was crazy. I was just about to say. People think like, I read the comments. People are like this looks sped up, and it does look sped up. It, he's exactly like that in real life. That is not sped up. I can tell you now. He literally is. He he just throws. He throws everything down onto the uh, flatbread or whatever it is. He th- he just throws it down, smashes up the falafel, literally like smashes it with his hands to obviously like squash it down. He then throws the like the salads on. It looks messy. He, he must lose so many ingredients. Um, I don't know if you can see that in the video, but. He just throws it down, and then the way he just wraps it at the end, it is like a second movement. Yeah. And it's in the it's in the Marvelous. it's in the paper. He just slaps it about and bang, hands yeah. it over to you, and it's like Done. this is crazy. And and it is 
being there in the flesh and seeing him do it is insane. You see how fast paced it is. You yeah. see how you're exhausted watching him, but he's maintaining that for fucking hours. He's got to be because mm. there's cues for it all the time. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I'm going to. We're, we're getting Mohammed. Mohammed Al Dyer is the guy's name. He's coming on this podcast. <laughs> Fact, we, need to, we need to get this guy on the podcast. We need to sort of. He'll be done in ten minutes though. <laughs> he's like the anti David. Yeah, Jones. literally. Never, yeah, never put me on a street food vendor. This this is mental. So just a little bit behind the scenes. Um, Stuart's probably very aware of why I'm bringing this up. David David Goss hates podcasts that exceed an hour. Um, David Goss has basically said to us in the past, "I don't see the point of a podcast that lasts more than sixty minutes." Uh, first time he came on, produced our longest ever podcast. Since then, we've exceeded that limit until David Goss comes on for the second time and he breaks the fucking record again. <laughs> what can I say? I love the sound of my own voice, don't I? <laughs> I, genu- I genuinely feel like I've said absolutely nothing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We've broken the two-hour mark, I think, for the first time. I don't yeah, think yeah. we've gone more than two hours, and that includes... No, we've never, re- we've never recorded for more than That's two hours. Ma- the marathon man of food, food podcasting. So we're going to be on to th- you, your challenge the third time. It's got to be three hours, mate, when you come on for the hat trick. Next time. Next time. Um, well, I mean, unless either of you guys have got anything more to say about street food, because I don't imagine we've not covered anything. That... <laughs> Hang on. I think well, we've covered everything. I could talk to you about my street food ad in New York, but... Save it for I, next time, mate. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do the three hours next time. No, to be fair, it was uh, it was good, but I'd rather talk about the the street food here that people can go and. Mohammed and, and yeah. the satay. Ah, oh, don't the satay. Wow. Stuart, do you have anything you want to add on street food before we six, close out? Six the show? stars. Six stars. <laughs> Mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a hundred percent. Correct. No, no, no. Good, good, good times. It's just getting better and better, isn't it? The one thing that the one thing that started to annoy me is the number of restaurants that are kind of jumping on that street food bandwagon, yeah. um, that that are trying to take it a little bit more upscale. And and I think that's it's fine, but for me, I, it's it's like what David said. It's like that. It's like that. You can go and get something from one stall you can get something from another stall you can graze a little bit you can you can make it an event yeah it's that that's that's the magic of street food yeah. for me it's socially it's, it's the experience it's, isn't it it's, it's, it's yeah it's the experience the food is legit delicious but also it's that sharing it's that we'll have a little bit of this then we'll then, you know then we'll have a drink then we'll have a little bit of this and it's 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 just a totally different way of eating and you can like you said you went to a place on your birthday night you can make an evening out of eating chatting yeah. drinking um, and and that's great. I wish there were more places in Manchester. Um, there's there's been a few that have opened up, but it's not it, it's not it, it's not everywhere, and it's not always consistent. But but there are it's, there are some good places now. Yeah. It's just like you say. It's just finding them. It's just having and yeah. having them local enough. Because don't get me wrong, these 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 markets and places that you. Um, uh, that you can that you can go and get the street food. It's it's just whether you want to make the the concerted effort of actually going out of your way to to, to get to them. If they're within a, yeah. a, a local enough area, then that's fine. But um, 
chances are I'm not going to go to these places unless I'm going up London for something else. I'm not going to yeah. go all the way up there just for these places. Um, as, as fantastic as the mm. food is, don't get me wrong, it's, it's in a way it's worth it. But chances are I'm not going to get. I'm not going to do that. Make that journey. It's um, it's uh, just trying to factor that into um, whatever else you're doing. Mm. Tremendous. I, I might, uh, can, can I just add one little thing as well? Yeah, man. Good. Um, nope. To do with the satay place, um, they're <laughs> obviously doing all right because now in recent weeks they've said that if we want to eat the food indoors, they've actually. This is mental. Get this. Get your head around this. They've got a unit up the road on the same road that the market's on that's open just for you to sit in and eat it. Mental. So, yeah, so they're, they're cooking the food out in the market. You can go and take it in and sit in basically an empty unit with some tables and chairs. Nice. That obviously isn't going to be cheap, is it? Surely. They must be doing all right, yeah. Yeah, um, and they they do. Um, and that's just all... and that's just the one stall. That's just the satay stall. Yeah, because yeah. the falafel place has its own seating connected to the uh, to the stall. Crazy. So you'd be eating it outside, but otherwise, yeah. there's no. But you can't take that satay and sit in that fala- in that falafel seating. It's just for them. No. Oh. Yeah. No, street food segregation. We need to start a campaign yeah. for this. This is like South Africa in the 1980s. <laughs> no, man. So that's... David Goss, you are, you're the street food Nelson Mandela. You need to take a stand. I do. I, need to, I just need communal, communal street food eating that's, uh, in these markets. But no, they've got their own unit. So if you do go, ask them where, the, uh, ask them where, the, uh, where, where, where you can eat it and they'll point you in the right direction. That's if you just don't want to eat it around the corner sort of on a on a bench somewhere or something like that but mm. um yeah it's amazing but um yeah now, carry on david goss final little question Go on. Mate. is the satay good enough that if you dropped it on the street you would still eat it off the floor mate uh, weirdly i was obviously anticipating where that question was going and when you said if you dropped it on the floor would you eat it the moment you said dropped it on the floor my brain went you're going back and buying another one Oh, so not right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. eat it off the floor, but I then would spend twelve pound on one portion <laughs> <laughs> and just make sure to fuck I don't drop it again. I think in its own way, that's that is the, probably a victory in itself. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very fucking good. Amazing. Yeah. Right, I think that has in fact now exhausted street food for this episode. Um, thank you very much for coming on, Mr. David Goss. No, you're welcome. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. You're an absolute legend. It's uh, it's a shame that MJ wasn't here, but if he was, then we definitely probably would have been uh, stretching out this uh, record time. Yeah, uh, we'd, we'd probably... I was going to say we'd probably be into four hours by now, but time doesn't actually speed up. <laughs> unless you we, know. Still, so, we still would have... Yeah, unless you are Mohammed the falafel rapper. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, obviously it still would have started at eight, but we just probably wouldn't be anywhere near finishing. Yeah. But it's been nice because <laughs> it meant that you got more time to talk to us, which is having... why it's which is why it's gone past the two hour mark. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been uh, great. It's been great. It's been good. Awesome. We definitely will have you on for uh, show number three. So start thinking about what subject you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Stuart, as ever, pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Um, you enjoyed yourself. 
Very much so. I enjoyed. Uh, do you remember an hour and a half ago where I beat David Goss at a game? That was good. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. sad. Smashed it. You were losing uh, most of the way, and, and yeah. just yeah. yeah, dramatic, just dramatic loss. Before we finish, as well, David, second final question: What was the final score in the Cagliari versus Napoli game, or whatever? Five nil. Was it Cagliari versus? Yeah, Napoli? it was indeed. Yeah, good memory, so- great memory. <laughs> fact, if I was buying an Italian uh, Serie A shirt, it would be a Cagliari um, shirt. Oh, I was going to ask earlier, do you guys have a favourite Italian team? And if so, who and why? So, go for it. <laughs> favourite Italian team, Inter Milan, always have been since the mid-90s, Chiriaccio Sforza. Um, but I would buy a Cagliari shirt over an Inter shirt, probably just because I like them. look nicer. Stuart? So what? So why? Uh, why what? Yeah, uh, why Cagliari? Uh, long story short, I think it was on FIFA. I played one season as Cagliari, and I just right. loved their shirt so much, like playing it game in, game out. But I became yeah, obsessed. yeah. I yeah. became obsessed with the red and blue halves. So yeah. I would, I would, if someone were buying it, yes, I'd accept a, um, I'd Bologna. accept uh, a Bologna. I'd accept yeah. a Genoa. But Genoa, no, it has yeah. to be um, Cagliari if I'm if I'm being particularly picky. Yeah, no, fair. Mm. You've got the affinity there with the gaming. Yeah, no. Sick. Stuart, favourite Italian club? Mm. Um, AC Milan, or perhaps Parma. From for, for, Espria days. Uh, for, well, yeah, Tino Espria um, at Parma, and obviously Championship Manager Italia, which was <laughs> where I played as AC Milan. Uh, I think, was it Palermo that had the pink away Yeah, shirt? Uh, home shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I, was it the whole yeah, shirt? Yeah, yeah. I quite, I quite like I that. I do. You know, I, I quite, yeah, I like the balls of the pink football shirt. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of pink as a colour. I got married in the colour pink. Nice. Um, and head to toe, one of them morph suits. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, so I like that. I li- yeah, I like that shirt. But the only, I've, the only two Italian football shirts I've ever owned was a, an AC shirt, maybe ten years ago. And I had an Ian Rush Juventus shirt as a small boy. Wow. Like one of them snide ones from Benidorm, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, oh no, hang on, I had two. I had, event, I had an Ian Rush Juventus and I had a Marco Van Basten AC shirt. So I've had two AC Milan shirts in my life. Do you, um, so I guess... Do you, do you reckon you have them somewhere still? No. Oh. Imagine rocking, imagine putting Theo in that, the Ian Rush Juventus yeah, shirt. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I don't know what happened to him. Right. Um, I'm going to keep hold of, like, because Theo's got, we've got, when we go on holiday, I've st- I've got into this buying, uh, buying the knockoff football shirts again now for him and that. Yeah, so yeah. Make sure I keep hold of him. He's uh, he's rocking a messy Argentina, a knockoff messy Argentina strip at That's the moment. That's pretty cool. Oh. It's, it's not the uh, carrier bag, is it? It's not. He's not trying to get in on the... <laughs> yeah, Tesco's value <laughs> carrier He's not trying bag. to get in on that uh, kid from Argentina, wherever it was. Yeah, who who wore the carrier bag and then got basically flown over to Barca yeah. to get the signed Messi shirt and see a Stuart, game or whatever it was, wasn't it? Stuart trying to muscle in on that action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, no, not right. Amazing. Amazing. Um, thank you all for listening. Hope you yeah. enjoyed the majority of the talk about the Italian football. Uh, the minor talk <laughs> about believe. wrestling and the even more minor talk <laughs> about food. Uh, <laughs> Can't wait, can't wait for the feedback on this episode. Um, if you've enjoyed, if you have enjoyed what you've uh, listened to, please give us a review on iTunes. 
five stars only. You're actually breaking up. Piss off the force. Everything's breaking up. Um, huh? It's correct, David. Yeah, you went total, ro- total yeah, you, Doctor yeah, Robot over there. Yeah. yeah. Where did where where did I break up? Oh, 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 uh, all I heard was like for, for, for five stars. No, 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 Sort of broke up again there. Brilliant. <laughs> that was me just pausing. <laughs> maybe maybe Stu should do the outro. <laughs> Who's Stu? Ooh. Wow. Famous. Yeah, you hate that. Yeah, Stuart. I meant. I was just trying to speed it up. I was sh- I'm just going to shorten everything. Yeah. <laughs> Except that you've made it longer. Um, Correct. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please head on over to iTunes. Uh, and give us a, a positive review, five stars only, nothing below. Um, also, please find us on social medias. Uh, come and interact with us. You can find all of the Food Review UK uh, reviews, obviously, on YouTube. Um, but also, if you follow us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you'll also find some of our other content. Um, David Goss said earlier, please follow him on Instagram, underscore David Goss. Is that correct? It is indeed, yeah. Please follow him for some beautiful food pictures. Yeah, and, I tend uh, to do a lot at the moment. Correct. You, you've definitely got into the uh, the blogging game. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it very much. I, I love eating at different places. And, uh, yeah, if people are interested in that, then, yeah, by all means, give me a follow. Sick. Uh, that is the show. Thank you all for listening. And uh, check us out again in a couple of weeks' time where we will have a brand new guest. Woo. See you later. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. I love you, Mohammed the Falafel Man. Bye.